Welcome to Edgy Match. Thank you so much for joining us. So we're here today for a very special episode featuring a very special person. So Mandy, what's up? Welcome to Edgy Match. Hey everybody, it's good to see you, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's good to see you too, and we are excited to have you back on. So for those of you who don't know Mandy, and I don't know who that is at this point because <laughs> Mandy is just like everywhere and doing all of the things. So let me tell you all a little bit about her. So Mandy is the Director of Innovation and Technology for the Ripon, Ripon? Uh-huh. Ripon Area School District in Ripon, Wisconsin, where she supports and encourages educators to create innovative change in their classrooms. Her passion lies in reinvigorating and reengaging teachers back into their profession, as well as what is needed to support teachers in the pursuit of innovative and divergent thinking. She consults with school districts and post-secondary institutions around the country in the effective use of technology to support great teaching, conducts workshops as a Google for Education certified trainer, and has presented on similar topics at conferences such as Q, TIES, which I'm going to see you at in just a couple weeks, uh, FETC, and ISTE. Her first book, The Fire Within, Lessons from Defeat That Have Ignited a Passion for Learning, discusses mental health awareness for teachers. And her second book, Divergent EDU, is based on an excuse me, organizational structure <laughs> she developed to support teachers in innovative and divergent uh, teaching, thinking. Sorry. So that is awesome, Mandy. So tell us a little bit, uh, a little bit more about your background and who or what inspired you to go into education. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. So I started out as a, um, a middle school family and consumer ed teacher. Um, and I, of, I often joke that I, I taught cooking and I couldn't cook. And I taught um, sex ed to middle schoolers, my very first job. So it was like baptism by fire. And, um, and I, but I absolutely loved it. And then I moved into teaching uh, fourth and fifth grade, which was my goal from the beginning. Um, but I think who actually inspired me to get into education was my own children because I finished my bachelor's degree with four kids um, and just teaching and watching them learn and grow was really interesting to me. I just found it fascinating. And so um, one of the reasons I decided to get into teaching was actually my own children. So I was older when I when I did. I was 27 when I graduated. and um, But it gave me a different perspective being, you know, a mom going into teaching. So it was really, it was really them who inspired me. That is so cool. So cool. I love, I love hearing about your background. So, uh, so awesomeness. So tell us a little bit about your newest book about uh, Divergent EDU. Sure. So a couple of years ago, I developed um, a structure called the Hierarchy of Needs for Innovation and Divergent Thinking. And it was really based on, um, you know, what I felt teachers needed in order to feel supported enough to be innovative and di divergent thinkers. Um, I found throughout the course of teaching and being a tech integrator and then um, my director of technology role that um, 
teachers weren't choosing to not be innovative most of the time. Most of the time it was things that had nothing to do with technology that were really keeping them from um, having the time and the brain space to really think about being innovative and divergent, which takes a lot of a lot of thinking because you have to think outside the box and you have to really try to be creative in your teaching and, and challenge your own assumptions and all those things. And, and that takes willpower and, um, you know, relentlessness and all of this, these kinds of things that if you don't have the energy to do that, it's very difficult to want to. And so um, I realized that there were a few things getting in the way of, of um, people, you know, making it to the level of being uh, considered innovative and divergent thinkers. And, and it really started out with climate and culture and, and leadership and mindset and um, the personalized professional learning opportunities that they were given, all of which had nothing to do with technology. So, you know, we, we push devices into classrooms and um, we expect not only the kids to know what to do with them, but the teachers as well. And it's, it's not necessarily that they don't want to. It's that we're not giving them the support that they need in order to get there. So, um, that, was, so that was how the hierarchy was developed. Um, about a year ago, I received an email from um, somebody who had taken the hierarchy back to their district and they um, developed their professional development over the next two years based on the hierarchy. And she was asking me, uh, fantastic questions and I was answering them and at the time I thought to myself oh I should put this in a book so that people know how to use the hierarchy because um, without it they would be interpreting it uh, in their own way and I wanted to make sure that they understood how I meant it so that is um, that is how the book came about all right well that's really really cool and you know people the fact that people were like asking for it before it was even written. And that's definitely uh, motivation right there. So that is awesomeness. So um, so what? So this is actually your second book. Uh, you did The Fire Within. So what has changed for you since you released The Fire Within? Um, I don't know if anything has really uh, changed that much. I mean, I went right from The Fire Within to working on divergent so I think I took off like three days in there or something. Um, but I think the one thing that has changed is that people um, reach out to me on a more personal level um, than they, you know, than they ever did before, and it it also people have forced me to think about. Um, what platform do I really stand on when I talk about education? And um, and that is, you know, in general, it's teacher support. That That is truly what I believe in because I believe that students, uh, teachers can't do what they need to do for students if they're not doing things for themselves. So in both Divergent EDU and in the Fire Within, the underlying message really is teacher support. Um, Fire Within is teacher mental health support. Divergent EDU is more um, professional support. So um, I think that since Fire Within, I've been able to sort of um, develop that and you know that that idea or that overarching idea a little bit better um, 
and, and get those messages out. So that's really, I guess, how things have changed. I enjoy hearing from people who have read, um, you know, read The Fire Within. I think my favorite one was actually somebody in my district who told me that it had um, changed the way she was thinking about a situation she was going through. And, and it was just, it, it floored me. And I was so excited that somebody in my district was reading the book and that it did some good. So um, that made the whole project worthwhile right there. That is awesome. That is so awesome to hear. And yeah, that's, that's one thing that I'm so glad that, um, that more attention is being paid to. And you're definitely, you know, um, one of the leaders of this movement of like the, the holistic approach to making sure that the teachers have what they need, that, that we're good so that we can give students what they need. So, right. Yeah. So really appreciate your work in that area. So, Awesomeness. So regarding Divergent EDU, then what impact are you hoping that your book has on the reader? Um, well, I think that I'm hoping that they recognize the hierarchy graphic for what it is as an org organizational structure. So um, it's really something that you overlay over the top of your organization. Now, organization can be your entire school district or your classroom. Um, so there is, there is an opportunity to read Divergent EDU from the lens of a classroom as well. And that is explained in, um, in the first chapter a little bit, although it does focus mostly on district level. And what I want people to do is be able to look at the hierarchy graphic and be able to say, oh, we have holes in this foundational level, but we're pretty strong in this foundational level and um, then dig deeper into the chapters to see where changes can be made uh, in order to, to kind of fill those holes in the foundational level. So there are driving questions at the end of each chapter. They are formulated to make people think um, not only about their, about their district and their organization, their schools, their leaders, but also about themselves. Because as you move up the hierarchy uh, from climate and culture, to effective leadership, to mindset, to um, per, uh, personalized professional development and divergent thinking, it gets, it moves from organizational to individual. And it's, um, so it's important that we not only reflect on our organization and our role in the organization and, and all of those layers, but then also what are we doing in order to, um, help ourselves as well. Yes, absolutely. And I love that that there's so much that's applicable to all different levels, as you were saying, like uh, from the classroom to the district to, you know, to to several, several different levels. So that that is awesome. I love like how how universal that hierarchy can be. So that is that is wonderful. So all right, so your book is coming out next week. So tell us what kinds of things do you have uh, planned for the launch? Yeah, so I'm excited about the launch. Um, we're going I'm, We're going to try something new and do the launch over a couple days. Um, but the one thing that I'm the most excited about, I think, is that we're going to do a um, what kind of a one-time only Twitter chat on Divergent EDU. So it's not going to be a regular thing. It's just this one time. And um, Anybody who participates in that will be uh, put into a drawing um, to receive a um, half an hour of me doing a um, hangout with their staff for their school. 
where we can talk about divergent teaching and divergent edu and what that means and, and things like that or the fire within if they would like whichever whatever questions they would like to ask so um that is that is probably the one i'm the most uh, excited about and I do have a schedule coming out so as soon as we announce that launch day I'll be uh, throwing the schedule out there and so um, if you're listening please watch for it so that you can you can see what's going on so we have a lot of fun things planned that is awesome and I love that one time only Twitter chat like you have to be there because <laughs> <You do. laughs> I'm never Twitter chatting again with you no, oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. But that is that is awesome. And I'm super excited as well. Cannot wait because this has just been such such a great, uh, a great process to see the book unfold. And uh, I'm, I'm super excited for it to hit um, everybody's hands and Kindles and all kinds of things. So um, so the next question is kind of focusing on a different role. So um you are the director of marketing for edumatch publishing so tell us a little bit about your role and what what you do with us for edumatch publishing yeah so i this was unexpected and excited exciting um so with edumatch my new role is um to do director of marketing for everybody's books um which is is not something that i have any knowledge in whatsoever <laughs> And Sarah's, and Sarah's like, that you should do that. Like, do what? No. <laughs> um, but I, um, yeah, so I'm going to be uh, working on um, all of the books and their, their launches. And we're doing a few different things with my launch in order to see kind of how it works. And um, Sarah is the uh, sweetest, most caring, hardworking person I know. And I am honored to work with her. Uh, but I've learned really so much about the publishing business in general and how it works. And um, it's been it's been really, really eye-opening to be able to find different ways to to put books out there and to market them and and even just images and and learning about that. And uh, but it's really been a great way to uh, stretch my brain, honestly, and learn so much more. and um, and I really enjoy the challenge uh, because I think that, um, you know, there's just some things that that stretch your thinking, kind of work your brain a little bit harder. And this has been one of those things for me. So that's uh, that's been probably the best part of it so far, I think, is everything I've learned. And um, so, yeah, it's been really exciting. I'm glad you took me on. Oh, I am so glad to have you on. Like, <laughs> And you, you are, you are so like selling yourself short because you are the bomb at, <laughs> at this. And I'm just like, wow, like all the ideas and everything, just amazing. So, so very honored to be working with you on this. Yeah. And also shout out to, to Tool and Toya, our, our new acquisitions editor. <laughs> so we are now a team of three. <laughs> so awesomeness, awesomeness. So what, um, so for educators who are compelled to tell their story, because you know everybody has a story, everyone um, has something that brought them to where they are. So some people have that fire within <laughs> to, <laughs> to to share Shame their <laughs> right, exactly <laughs> right to share their um, to share their story. Uh, so what advice would you give to anyone who would like to get started um, in terms of of sharing their story? 
Yeah, so I, I've been asked this a lot, actually. And um, I guess, so the question I get asked the most often is, I want to share my story. How do I make it different from everybody else's? And that's really something that you need to kind of figure out on your own. And how you do that is by writing. Um, writing and reading. You read everybody's stuff, you write your own, you know. And the thing that I, I recommend the most is that you write on a blog or you do video blogs or you even journal is, is really going to help uh, you figure out what your platform is. And the reason you have a platform is because it's the thing that you're the most passionate about. So oftentimes I talk on my um, I talk on my blog about developing your core beliefs, and I also talk about that in Divergent Edu. And the reason that they're so important is because it's what you stand on when you talk about education. It's what you bounce every idea off from that you have. And, and sometimes we talk about core beliefs in uh, terms of the district, what the district believes. But this is what you believe about education. And so um, developing those is kind of the beginning of your platform. Um, I found that many of my core beliefs outside of we need to do what's best for students, which should always be everybody's first one, but um, <laughs> they, that many of my core beliefs beyond that actually dealt with teachers. And that's what brought me to the teacher support platform, um, as well as looking at the cross between uh, Fire Within and Divergent EDU. But once you determine that, that's the part that you're passionate about. And when you have passion about something, it shows up in your writing naturally. And so, you know, if you're so, so some people say, well, I have this story that I want to tell and it's about, you know, it's about something I went through. That's awesome. How are you going to make it different? How are you going to make it relatable to other people? What is going to make me want to read your story? There has to be something different besides you just telling me about your biography or I'm going to be saying, what am I reading about? You know, there has to be something, um, something that elevates your story beyond other things. And, um, you know, I've I've spoken with uh, some people who have wanted to 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 write their stories in that way, and we've discussed ways to make it different and unique and things like that. And um, so, I think that also bouncing ideas off from other people, um, talking with them about it, uh, voxing with them about it, and seeing what other people think about it as well. And the other comment I would have is make sure you speak to people who are going to push your thinking. If you're only going to talk to your yes men, you're never going to get the feedback you need in order to really elevate your story. So, um, you know, I, I have one of my mentors in particular who regularly irritates me by the way they push back on, on everything I say. But eventually it's it's that pushback that, that makes me grow. And so, um, that's why I keep them around as a mentor. Otherwise, I would totally get rid of them. But, you know, so you have to have those people that push back on you. And um, and it's great to get told nice things from, you know, the people around you and things. But if you're going to write a book and you're going to put your story out there, you want people who are going to push back. Um, so it's really important to find those people and then let them push back and see what can elevate your story. 
Totally. That is that is so clutch right there. Those are some golden nuggets. So hope everybody was <laughs> listening, paying attention, taking notes on that, because you definitely need to have people to to you know give you that constructive criticism uh, to help you you know be your best. So I'm doing like a knife sharpening gesture here. So people on the podcast won't hear it, but (laughs) that's what I'm doing. All right. Awesome. So there's so many, so many awesome things that you have going on. So what other things might we expect to see from you in the future? Oh my goodness. Um, well, um, we have thrown around a fire within two, um, a fire within two, that's not actually a fire within two, but kind of a fire within two. <laughs> so we have thrown around that idea. Um, there are so many people who reach out to me and say, I wish I would have known about the first fire within. I wish I would have submitted a story. Um, it was such, I think it was such a different way to go about a book that people didn't know what to expect. And now they know. Um, so they want to share their stories, and uh, which is amazing and 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 so complimentary to the fire within. Um, but so we, you know, I'm doing that. I'm doing the director of marketing, obviously for Edumatch. I do the um, BAM Radio Network Teachers Aid podcast uh, with John Harper, and so currently I have some kind of irons in the fire that I'm just trying to maintain. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see some of the new stuff that comes up. Um, you know, I love presenting. I love keynoting. So those are always a passion of mine. Um, but, you know, there's, I, I keep saying, because I went from one book to another, I keep saying, I'm never writing another book. And then every five minutes, I'm like, oh, I have an idea for a book, you know? So I think eventually there will be more. Um, I'm just not sure what they are at this point. Sweet. Well, that is super exciting. Cannot wait to stay tuned and to uh, to see, you know, all the great things that are going to come uh, from you in the near future, continue to come from you in the near future. So how can people get in touch with you online, Mandy? Um, so my website is uh, mandyfralick.com and uh, Twitter is M. And, um, you know, the Fire Within, of course, you can find on Amazon, Divergent EDU. You'll be able to find there soon. And um, but really, you can, you know, contact me through my website. That's probably the best way or Twitter DM me if you have any questions. Um, also, if you go to my website and you sign up for my mailing list, you can get um, uh, supplemental materials for Divergent EDU, which is currently a uh, book study guide with some um, some chapter summaries in there. Uh, you can also just get that on, on the website by going into the book study because it's already posted. Uh, so those things are, you know, if you want to take a look at them and get a hold of me, I'm more than willing to, you know, to talk about those this is a good time for me to really feel out how things are are resonating with people, and um, you know if there's there's anything that I can clarify. Uh, if it's not clear, that you know that would be amazing as well. So um, please, anybody, reach out to me that you you know that you want, and I'm willing to uh, talk through that with you. It would be amazing. Awesomeness. Well, Mandy, thank you so much for taking time out today to uh, come chat with us. Super excited about Divergent EDU and can't wait to have you back on. 
Yeah, thanks. I'm uh, thanks for having me. It's I, I love talking about it. It's um, you know, it's always surreal when I think the book comes out and, and you're like, oh my goodness, people are actually reading what I wrote. Shoot, I don't know how I feel about that. There's almost that like like first week buyer's remorse kind of like, what did I put in that book again? Was I supposed to put that? Um, but um, yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited and nervous because Divergent EDU is certainly my baby as the hierarchy has been uh, for the last couple years. And funny thing is, is um, I, and I, I think I told you this, Sarah, but I'm not really sure. I did not want to call, for a while, the book was called The Hierarchy of Needs for Innovation and Divergent Thinking. And the reason it's not called that is because I kept submitting that session for um, present for like a presentation for conferences. And if I used The Hierarchy of Needs for Innovation and Divergent Thinking, that session will not get accepted, ever. It has only gotten accepted with the title Divergent EDU. So I, I was like, oh, geez, if, if nobody will accept that session, I don't think I should name the book that. So I should probably come up with something else. So even though it's the hierarchy that's focused on in the book, um, the name is something different because I wanted people to like it. That's the only reason. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's definitely a winner. That is a winner right there. I, I like, I, I love the Divergent EDU. I think that that fits so nicely. So absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. Um, and thank you to everybody for watching, participating. Hey, viewers, see that some of y'all are on right now. I want to give a shout out to Rochelle. Thanks for being here and interacting with us in the YouTube live chat. So um, this episode is going to come out very shortly, probably uh, at the beginning of next week. So, um, and by the time you hear it, it's going to be the beginning of this week. So check out for it. <laughs> so um, really excited to, uh, to release Divergent EDU. So um, just wanted to remind everybody that we are going to be having a special episode Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern time with Sosa and Jaber. Um, so definitely come back, check that out. Podcast at edumatch.org forward slash tweet talk. Also, 6 p.m. Eastern, tweet and talk the possibilities in your classroom with STEM, moderated by none other than Dr. Tatul and Toya. So definitely come back, check that out, podcast.edumatch.org forward slash tweet talk. And also, <laughs> if you want to be on panel for that, then it's podcast.edumatch.org slash sign up. So um, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe, give us a rating and whatever podcast catcher that you have. And um, we will definitely see you next time. So thank you again. Bye, everybody. Bye.